our subject on tonight living out God's word living out God's word amen, amen. saints of the most high needs to know God's word and their requirements for living a saved life. God called us to a living and working faith, a faith that is functional and purposeful. Our faith is to be meaningful faith that makes a difference in our lives and in the lives of those around us. There is some people that know a great deal of the scriptures, but are faithless in their actions. There are some people of little knowledge of the scriptures, but having great faith in depending on believing in God. Our older generation of mothers and fathers did not have an education of reading and writing, but they had a faith that was not second to any other. They believed God. Come on, somebody. And I believe that God imputed that unto them as righteousness. They knew how to get God to respond to their cry. Amen. As you increase in knowledge of the word of God, our faith would also grow. If your faith don't grow by your knowledge of God, there is still some hidden unbelief in you. Amen. Go ahead and turn it on. Don't be found discording any of, of the word of God, Old and New Testament, because it is a divine inspired document that God has set for our life. Come on, somebody. Scriptures affirm that it was produced through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. This inspiration of the word is not to seek to debate or prove. It stands alone. Amen. Rather, it seemed to be something that is present based on faith because faith is necessary to awaken the scripture that they will come alive in your life. <coughs> Man, the right house. Paul told Timothy that the scriptures is useful for teaching, correction, training in righteousness. When we depart from using the scriptures in these ways and purpose, we stop walking in the will of God. Stop walking in our own will. Don't discard the word of old. The Old Testament because it speaks of past events, present events, and those that are yet to come. 
history has proved that the spoken word of God is true and living. The New Testament heavily relies on the Old Testament as a source of revelation that was inspired by the Holy Ghost. Remember, Peter wrote that no prophecy of the scriptures is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old times by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So God's word should be an inspiration to our life. Amen. Then Jesus came on the scene teaching his disciples and those that will hear him the importance of the New Testament. The New Testament is for spiritual growth. Declaring the kingdom of God was at hand and introduced individual repentance to salvation. Therefore, let us view what the word of God teaches about living the word of God. This is my introduction. <laughs> so we're going to start out in the Old Testament. How long this is going to last, I don't know, but I'm going to hold on to it till I get the okay to turn it loose. Is that all right? So we're going to start out in, in, in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, very familiar uh, pass of scripture. Second Chronicle chapter 7. And we're going to read 14 through 16. Amen. You have it, said praise the Lord. Let's read them, please. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sins, and will heal their land. Read on. Now my eyes shall be open and my ears attended unto the prayers that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes my, and heart shall be there perpetually. Uh-huh. Hold it. If my people, 
One thing I want you to take, pay special attention to, was the word that said, if. Everything starts out here with if. That means that you have got to be prepared to do what he said do. If you, if my people, which are called by my name. So guess what? Just going to church is not enough. Huh? You got to be prepared to do what he's asking you to do in this scripture. Amen? If my people that are called by my name would respond by humbling themselves, praying, seeking my presence, and turning their back on their wicked lies, and I will be ready for you. I will be ready to forgive you. I'll be ready to heal you. I'll be ready to do whatever it is that you need done. But you got to start with the if. Amen. So guess what? That means it's just not automatic. That means that you got to put something in this here to receive what God has for you. Am I in the right house? God said, if you pray honestly, I will listen and forgive your sin. That means that God is not listening to us just throwing him something up. He's looking for what's going to come from your heart. He's going to look for what is meaningful coming out of you. If you don't mean it, he don't accept it. Time out from just assuming that God answers because we bend our knees and we holler out. But guess what? When you bend your knees and holler out, God, look what's on the inside of you. He's looking for, do you really mean it? Huh? Actually, he said, do you really want to be delivered? Or do you really want what you asking for? See, because sometimes we don't know what we're asking for. Amen. Come on, somebody. Then he said, and then I will restore the land to help. While this promise was originally given to Solomon, regarding the people of Israel, but it is certainly applicable to all who were called on the name of the Lord, who were called on his name in repentance and by faith. God is a God of restoration, not just healing your land, but he also will heal your body as well. Come on, somebody. When we look at the word humbling. Somebody run, run the second chronicle chapter 12 right quick. And the verse is 7 and 8. Do we have it? Let's read it please. And when the Lord saw that they humbled themselves, the word of the Lord came to 
saying, they have armored themselves, therefore I will not destroy them, but I will grant them some deliverance, and my wrath shall not be poured out upon Jerusalem by the hand of Neither, nevertheless, they shall be his, that they may know my service and the service of the kingdom. Hold it right there. God said, if you humble yourself, I won't destroy you. Huh? If you humble yourself. And see, and here's the, here's the question is, do we really humble ourselves when we go before the Lord? Or we, do we just assume that he just going to answer us just because we asked? It's got to be something you put to get something out of it. That's even in a natural sense. You don't put nothing in it, you don't get nothing out of it. Come on, somebody. He said, I am alert today. I am alert day and night to the prayers offered at this place, guess what? Whenever we pray in the house of God, we need to put our all in it. Because see, he said he was going to honor the prayer that was made in this place. That means he was going to honor the prayer that is made in the house of God. Because this is where we're supposed to meet him at. And if it's supposed where we're supposed to meet him at, he is ready to answer our prayers if our heart is right. If we are honest. If we are humble. Come on, somebody. It's just not happening because we came here. Because he said, I have chosen and sanctified this temple, this place of worship that you have built. My name is stamped on it forever. Wow. The house of the living God got an invisible stamp on it that holds God's name and cannot be changed. Amen. And when we know that we come into the house of the living God, that is the time for you to get what you need. That is the time for you to make your request known unto him. That is the time for you to humble yourself before him that God will hear your prayer. He said, my eyes are in it and my heart is there always. God sees the church of Christ, the living God, always. If we are standing for the name of Jesus Christ, God's viewpoint on us is always, not sometime. Amen. Amen. So, remember that in our living in the word of God, if my people, wow, if my people, he didn't say it, my people pray, he said, if my people pray. So you got to do something. Go to Isaiah chapter 40. So you know, that means that um, it means we can't exclude the Old Testament. 
Testament has plenty of meat in it still for the church. Am I in the right how? Isaiah 40, verses 25 through 31 says, To whom will you liken me, or shall I be equal? Said the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold who had created these things, that bringeth out their hosts by numbers. He calleth them all by names, by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, not one fell it. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, my ways is hidden from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Had not not known, had thou not heard, the everlasting God, creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is he weary. There is no searching for his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that has no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk. You will last if you are in Jesus' name. You will go through. You will go through the times of trouble. You will go through the fire and you won't be burned. You will come out on the other side victoriously. But God said, you know, just in case that you don't forget, he said, who is like me? Who holds a candle to me? He said, lift up your eyes on high. Who do you think made all this? Good God Almighty. Who calls out the stars each night and count them off and call them by name and never overlook a single one? Who can do that? Nobody but God. God is the only being in the universe that possesses indefinite uh, independence from the creation, and he is unlimited in his existence. No graven image shall compare to the likeness of God. Wow. You are the closest thing to the image of God. And we take that lightly because he said he made us in his image and in his likeness. Wow. So that tells me that you and I need to realize that God put some stock in us. Am I in the right house? God made you and I purposely for himself. Amen. I have not found anything in the scriptures <clears throat> that would tell me all kinds of beasts and animals and insects and all of this stuff would be in glory. I have not found in the scripture where there was any salvation for any of them. 
But I found in the scripture that salvation is for you. I found in the scripture that Jesus said, I go uh, 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 to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. So that means, tell me that God got personally stuck in man. Huh? And we ought to be glad about that. Amen. We never think about that. That God purposely made me for himself. Am I in the right house? You are the closest thing to the image of God. Prove that. Go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 27. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 27. Do we have it? Amen. Let's read it, please. And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth up on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Amen. So guess what? Yes, sir. The us was the word, God, and the spirit. Amen. And the word would came forth out of his mouth with the word. Yeah. And the spirit that was in him made it come alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just that awesome. Yeah. He all three wrapped up in one. You can't separate them. He said, oh, Jacob, why are you whining and saying God has lost track of me? He do not care what happens to me. You know, sometimes we get in that pity party, and that's the first thing we say, the Lord just don't care what happened to me. Why am I going through this? I guess the Lord just don't care. Haven't we been now? He said, why are you having a pity party when God knows your name and he knows where you are? He knows what you're going through. He want to know, can you go through it? Can you show some faith and go through your trials, because guess what? Trouble is coming to everybody's house. Amen. Come on now. Why is it coming to everybody's house? Because we are in this world, but not of this world. 
and the prince of this world is going to cause you trouble. Am I in the right house? You still don't know anything about your God? Have you not been listening and paying attention? It's bad to sleep on the word of God when it speaks about your life. It's bad to come to church and leave your mind at home. You didn't hear that he is the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth. You didn't hear that? You didn't hear that when he said, I am the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Come on now. It be the everlasting father. So that tells me, what do you have that's bothering you that he can't fix? Nothing. But you got to show him some faith. Amen. He do not come and go, for he is everlasting. He don't faint, nor is he weary. He don't get tired. Come on, somebody. He don't pause as one that needs to catch his breath. He knows everything inside and out and knows how to give you strength to keep you from dropping out of the race. And here is the problem. Trouble going to come, but you praying for the wrong thing. Lord, take this trouble for me. Lord, give me strength to go through this trouble. Give me strength, Lord, that I can survive. Give me strength that I can get the victory. Come on, somebody. Because you know what? If you don't be careful, every time something come your way and, and, and get in your way, you're going to be asking God, God, can you move it? Can you move it? Guess what? What is your faith saying? Can you go through it? That's when you can appreciate God. To keep you, he's going to give you strength that you don't drop out of the race of salvation. Because it ain't all about down here. Come on now. The race is not given to the strong nor the swift, but to him that endures to the end. Oh, so if you're going to endure to the end, that means you got to go through. Huh? Come on, somebody. God trying to build some warriors. God trying to build some soldiers. He ain't trying to build somebody but whipping about every ache that they got. Huh? He ain't building people that feel and get hurt every time somebody says that. They hurt my feelings. Toughen up. Put on some alligator hide. Nah, in the right house. The young people, they're going to drop out. Huh? Those that are in there praying, they're going to drop out. And they're going to stumble and fall. Do not put your confidence in your flesh or you're going to stumble and fall. 
But he left us word. But wait on the Lord. Huh? And be of good courage. Huh? Then when he said, but I said, in other words, he said, I don't care what coming your way, but I said, wait on the Lord. Don't get anxious. Don't try to fix it yourself. Because the battle ain't yours. The battle is the Lord. Come on, somebody. Because if you fight the battle, you ain't doing nothing but beating the air. And ain't throwing no blow hitting nobody. Huh? Am I in the right house? Go to Psalm 119. Verse 9. The 9 through 16. Amen. Amen. Let's read those scriptures, please. Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed thereto according to thy by what? Thy taking heed to what? With my whole heart have I sought at thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid that I might not. Oh, oh, so the word is not getting penetrating in where it need to be in the heart. Huh? The word is not sticking. Up here. Come on, somebody. That it be a reminder of us of what thus says the Lord. So, you know, it's dangerous to sleep on the word of God. Hmm. That I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgment of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the ways of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not... Whoa. Meditate. Anybody meditating on the word of God? Have you been asleep and woke up and found that your mind was in the word of God? Huh? The word of God preaching to you while you sleeping? Hey, anybody been there? Come on, somebody. So you got to take those precepts of God's word and have respect for them. 
Hmm. Because they are just not words that fell off of God's mouth. They are life. The question is asked, how do I clean up and live a clean life? By taking heed, carefully reading the word of God. Huh? Carefully applying my heart to it. Because I must sought you, Lord, with all my heart. So I must apply it to my heart in order for me to be able to get in touch with God. Yeah, am I in the right house? Help me to stay focused. Here is a big problem is being focused. Man, the devil get us off focus all the time. Amen. Next thing you know, you all out in left field. <laughs> Trying to get back home. Huh? Come on now. And then after a while, you tell yourself, was I there? <laughs> did I really go there? Yeah, you did. Because you lost your focus point. Help me stay focused that I do not miss Miss the road sign that you have posted in your word. Wow. You mean to tell me there are signs posted in the word of God and if we don't stay focused, we'll miss the turn off? Mm. Ain't nothing like having a GPS in the word of God. If you just follow God's GPS, come on, somebody, you will not miss the route. Am I in the right house? I am depositing your word. Look what they say. I'm depositing your word in my heart so that I do not sin against you and become bankrupt from your blessings. If you don't make the deposit, how can you draw some out? Help somebody. Um, if you think I'm lying, go back to one of them old bank accounts that you done closed out and go and ask them to go to the one and tell them folks you want to draw out some money. <laughs>
Teach me, Lord. Look at that. Train me. Man, if God, if, if, if we uncle down to God's teaching and his training, we would be awesome in the kingdom of God. We would be awesome in other people's lives that come in contact with you. Because you will make a difference. Look at the apostles. Everybody they came in contact with, they made a difference in their life. And guess what? Even sorcerers, they made a difference in their life. Amen. They made a wicked man wanted to buy the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Transfer to my lips all the counsel that comes from your word. Oh, or come from your mouth. Transfer to my lips. In other words, God, what you said, transfer it to me. Because see, what God said, we allow God to transfer what he said to us, then we're going to live the way he wants us to live and glorify his name. Because it's about God getting the glory. Huh? If our life is not glorifying the Lord, then guess what? We're living our life under ourselves. He said, that I may rejoice and delight in the ways of your testimonies. And God's testimonies is in his word. That we ought to get some joy out of the word of God. We ought to be able to find some joy and some gladness in what God has said. Because guess what? It's concerning us. Come on now. You ought to be saying, look at the word of God. God is talking about me. Huh? Come on, somebody. God said, I can have this. And if God said it, I believe it. Come on, somebody. Stop sitting down on the word of God in doubt. Stop sitting down on the word of God in unbelief. Believe God. Come on, somebody. You might not understand everything, but believe God. God, I don't understand it, but you said it. So I'm going to stand on what you said because you are a man of your word. Am I in the right house? I will meditate, I ponder in thy precepts on every morse of wisdom that come from you. God is loaded with wisdom. Huh? I will not forget your word of life because you are loaded with wisdom. If I can just get a little of your wisdom, God, I can make it. If I can get a little of your wisdom, God, I can make sound decisions. If I can get just a little bit more of your wisdom, Lord, I can tell somebody how to get to you. Come on, somebody. So now, that tells us that we has got to be found 
living out the word of God. Our life is not based on where we came from. Our life is based on where we're going. Come on, somebody. Your folks and your friends going to try to keep your life where you came from. Oh, I remember. You can say, yeah, I do too, but I forget too. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You hold on to it. I'm going on. If it makes you happy to hold on to what we used to do, that's on you. Uh, but I'm going on. Come on, somebody. Because I know there's a new way of life. I know there's a new beginning. I know where there is power in living. So you want to stay there, stay. But don't hinder me. Go, stay in uh, 119, go to 103 to 109. Verses 103. We in uh, Psalm 119. So put down if I can get there. Without speeding. Are we there? 103 to 109. Let's read them, please. How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. That thou precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgment. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy word. Free will offering of my mouth, O Lord. Teach me thy judgment. And my soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. Amen. Wow. Just think about a little something now. The word. The word. It's a lamp to your feet. The word is a light to your path. All of your going and finding is by the word of God. There must be a love for the word of God. Reverence what God has said. For it is precious and give me an edge over my enemies. Oh, y'all don't believe that, do you? The word of God gives you an up over your enemy because the word of God gives you wisdom when you are confronted by your enemies that will turn them away. Am I in the right house? He gives me wisdom that comes from above. 
I become smarter because I ponder and absorb God's counsel. If one of the things about the children of God, they don't want to be counseled. And if we accept the counseling of God, good God Almighty, we on our way to glory. We can't make it to glory if we don't accept his counseling. Come on, somebody. Because his wisdom is from above. We get stuck on the world's wisdom. Amen. So, with that sword in God, better watch all these books you stick your head in. Come on now. You need to solve God. Amen. Amen. Run the Proverbs verses 18 through 11 right quick. Then we'll come back there. Proverbs chapter 8 verses 10 through 11. Let's read it, please. Receive my instruction and not silver. Uh-oh. So wait a minute. Receive my instruction and not the world. Read the book. And acknowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared. Wow. All the things that you desire does not compare to the wisdom of God. Because you know what? There's a lot of folks that got a lot of things and they don't even stay around and enjoy it. Huh? When they think they got enough, then they pass on. And if they leave it to one of your kids, folks, they're going to spend it in one day. Come on now. They're going to be hollering. It's a party going on. <coughs> Ro, I remember the time. I'm going to lay it on her. When Sister Bean used to throw parties. <laughs> hey, Rob. But we know the house is full. No room to sit. <laughs> Somebody got to take the blame. <laughs> All they needed to know was the beans was having a party. We were seeing folk ain't never seen before in our life. <laughs> hey, Rob. Leave your folks some of that bankroll you got. And boy, look here. They're going to have folks coming from everywhere. They're going to be down in Dumas. They gonna... 
Come on now. There are going to be folk coming up from goo talking about, I know Rob. <laughs> you must turn into a spiritual sponge and absorb all you can about the one God that we serve. You got to be willing to absorb things that you might not understand, things that you might not like, but if you absorb it, God said, I'm going to work it out for your good. You will know what it means by and by. Amen. I must do what you said to avoid ditches and ruts and ditches, holes, come on, getting into a rut, stuck on the roadside. If you don't, if you don't follow God's word, you're going to fall in a ditch. You're going to get in a rut. Amen. He said, so let me absorb all of your spiritual words in me so that I don't get in this pitfall and I don't get in this ditch so that I spend my time keeping your word. You know what? If we spend most of our time keeping God's word, it don't leave too much room for error. Amen. Like that old saying I told y'all one time, if I do 12 hours taking care of my own business, 12 hours staying out of yours, I done had a good day. <laughs> Amen. Help me to never detour from the route. The route that you laid out in your GPS. And that's God's plan of salvation. If we stay with God's GPS, we can't lose. I don't care if you go through hell and high water, you're still a winner. If you go through winter, have not, you're still a winner. God gives you, gives goods and precise directions to keep you from being lost and off course. And more, look at here, look at here, look at here. We'll get off course in a minute. GPS says in the next 500 feet, turn left. Hey, Rob, I ain't used to going that way. I'm going to turn right.
my mind the right how. With God's instructions, we get a better understanding of life. Man, we had life all twisted in Rome. We had life twisted, walking backwards, standing on our head, and didn't realize that we had feet to stand on. Huh? Until we got into the word of God and found out the wisdom and the knowledge of God, then we started walking upright. Hmm. And declared on this side, this is a good life. Huh? This is a good life, Ro, because I ain't got to duck no bullets no more. Huh? I ain't got to worry about getting caught up in a club that ain't got but one way in and one way out and a fight break out. And then there you is calling on God now. You're in the wrong place and then you calling on <laughs> calling on God. You already in a wrong place that you shouldn't have been and when the shooting break out, oh Come on, y'all. Huh? <laughs> Once you get out of there, late as night, you're right back with <laughs> right, <laughs> right back there again, Lord. <laughs> Woo. Let's go. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 2. Beginning at the first verse and read down through verse number 8. Are we there? Let's read it, please. My son, if thou wilt receive my words... And hide my commandments with thee, so that thine incline thine ear unto wisdom, and apply thine heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and lift up thy voice for understanding, if thou seek her as silver, and search for her as hidden treasure, then shall thy understand the fear of the Lord, and find knowledge of God, for the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk it upright. He keepeth the path of judgment and preserve the way of saints. Ah, uh, okay. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. The word... Wisdom, this chapter started out. Oh, I got to go back. My favorite word. The word of wisdom, and it starts out with if. <laughs> if you take to heart what I say and guard them with your life, 
have your ears attentive to skillful and godly wisdom and apply what you learn about the word of God, you're going to be all right. If you cry out for insight and lift up your voice for understanding, you're going to get it. If you seek God's word like you seek after wealth, or as a prospector seek out the silver and gold and search for her as you would hidden treasure, oh boy, we'd be shown up rich. Huh? We would be shown up rich in the word of God. And he said, if you do this, if you search for my word, or if you search for my wisdom like you do for silver and gold, ooh, good boy. We can go on and search for some money. Huh? Come on now. Amen. We'll dig up. If them, somebody told you they planted some money in the yard, you'll dig up the whole yard trying to find it. Huh? Come on now. And Rob, if we have time, we'll, if the money is worth it, if we have time, we'll go get a plow. <laughs> God said, why don't you search for me like that? Why don't you search for me like you search for silver and gold? Huh? Wait a minute. Can I throw, can I, can I throw a Mickey in there? Why don't you search for me like you you put your hope in God the same way you put your hope in your numbers. Huh? Am I in the right house? He said, then you will get understanding. Then you will get fear and reverence and worship him as the true and awesome God that he is. You would then discover the knowledge that is hidden from them that are lost. Wow. There's a lot of folks out there don't even know a piece of the stuff that you already know about God. Uh-oh. And then you won't even put it to use. You got stuff that they don't have, but you don't use the stuff that you got. That God can give you most of. Come on now. If you ain't using what you got, why would God want to give 